why i see myself as a social innovator is because one i use my voice around these things and i feel it is very very relevant for companies and for communities to start to recognize this even if they're not but recognition and acknowledgement is just one part of it what are we doing about it how are we you know taking action towards behaving better thinking better acknowledging some of these biases in a way where we don't have shame where we don't have embarrassment around them and say it's okay you know i think these things but how can i show up better how can i bring in better respect for the people that i interact with welcome to intensify humanity podcast we bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys they have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges guilt shame and things people cannot even imagine all because they made a choice or decision in life they are literally not just inspiring but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life I Sundata Sarkar your host today will bring about the story of one such human being I hope you find this episode inspirational Have you ever thought about your vulnerability have you ever spoken about it I'm sure most of us fear to show their vulnerable side and fear to live their dreams in life But what happens when you finally break that bond of fear and you live the purpose that you were meant to? You live the life you want to. You do the things that your heart desire. Well, you truly then live your life with full freedom. Meet Caroline Fernandez, who realized that courage and vulnerability could not just be the foundation of your unstoppable life, but also it is the hidden power that allows you to face any kind of situation in life be it small or big she is the founder of tir global and vibha and is the author of the upcoming book becoming you with all her initiatives she is not just enabling people to find themselves again but also live their life to the fullest potential thus intensifying humanity to the best possible extent Hi Caroline welcome to my show Intensify Humanity and I'm really thankful to you for accepting the invitation I'm so glad to have you here Thank you Somdatta uh, I think it's a pleasure and certainly an honor to be on this podcast uh, I love the context that you shared before the interview and I and I look forward to uh, joining in on this conversation let's have some fun great awesome um, i have lots to ask you and you know to know from you in detail because you have varied experience in this field so my first question is like you talk mostly about courage and vulnerability what made you speak about vulnerability so much and when was the first time you decided to speak about this topic and spread awareness so i uh, i discovered my own voice i discovered that i could give myself the permission to uh, you know access courage uh, only a few years ago actually so i consider myself to be a late bloomer uh, from that perspective um i you know through many experiences and i could probably attribute 
a lot of things to stories but then that is taking away responsibility and ownership and putting it on to either another person or a situation and so over the last few years i have really not just through the profession of coaching but uh, being a coach has i think been a huge breakthrough for me because i realized that while i facilitate other people to take ownership i too need to start doing that myself so there was a lot of parallel discovery inner work that i you know started on and uh, it's you know it's an ongoing journey but i think it's only been a few years ago that i started to realize that i have all the resources that i have it's in me uh and uh, that also means that Uh, looking at myself and being able to accept everything uh what you know i have labeled good bad ugly looking at all of that has helped me look at some situations from the past which i have not been comfortable with uh and take responsibility in the present moment uh and that has i feel that has taken courage um discipline humility uh and um, through that i feel that vulnerability is a space that i operate from if you look at a lot of my content uh that i create uh i work from a space of sharing my own experiences uh it's not conceptual uh because i feel that um you know my own experiences are a are a space for me to open up but also to connect uh connect with collaborators connect with clients connect with investors so it's it's really been a very powerful channel uh in my experience wow that's beautiful but when you said that you found your voice just few years back what does that mean what kind of a person were you before that and how did you find it that's that's a good observation so while i you know i do a lot of uh, work around mindfulness and in the space of um <clears throat> self awareness and uh, you know one of the great uh, teachers that i follow is ekhart tolle and uh, so he talks about you know unconsciousness or unawareness and uh, i believe that for a long time i have been in that space and while all of us are you know there are spaces in our life even right now that we are unaware of i think i was literally sleeping uh, for most of my life and while i thought i was this brave person uh, you know who had a lot of courage i realize now that i was not i was putting a brave front while i was really scared behind that or i was very um, uh you know i had a lot of um, repressed and suppressed anger and i didn't even know about it i didn't even know that i had all this anger inside of me um and while i would express myself it would not come from a space of understanding it would come from a space of fear and uh, that's the reason i you know through viba as well that i you know the community that i handcrafted over 5 years ago one of the tenets is speaking up because that was something that i did not know about i did not know how to do and um, that's why i believe that taking ownership speaking up for oneself 
not to the world but for yourself uh, is very very deeply satisfying very fulfilling and uh, that's why i say that i only discovered it a few years ago finding my voice for myself wow i mean that's really powerful and i can resonate with you like when you first realized it but the point that you mentioned that there was a anger inside you it was repressed and you were fearful of something so what were you fearful of were you fearful of your own inhibitions or your own self or the external world outside you it's both i think uh, i've come to realize that the external world is a reflection of what's going on inside right so i've been a people pleaser for pretty much my whole life uh, afraid of uh, being rejected afraid of uh, being alone uh, afraid of being abandoned and i operated from that space so that was largely you know what i operated from that fear the fear of being alone i understand that and you explained it so beautifully so related to this you also call yourself as a social innovator what does that mean so there are uh, you know projects and this is largely around the space of inclusion uh, which i design and facilitate uh, one is through viva uh, and the other is through tir um while these two spaces or channels are directed towards different audiences some of the mission and alignment is uh, you know overlaps so viva is largely directed for entrepreneurs and while we started it for women it's now open to men and it's a global community but tir as a business is for corporates uh, specifically leaders teams and messaging that we can help them with for employees for me i feel that um, you know there are a lot of beliefs that we have some beliefs are cultural uh, you know as a people some beliefs are you know based on our history our background our family uh, the schools that we are brought up in and several other things which are we're not aware of because it's shaping us but we're not aware that it is shaping us it's shaping our beliefs the way we look at the world the way we look at ourselves and through these initiatives my aim my endeavor is to bring about awareness bring about awareness of what these beliefs are how are they expressing themselves how are we showing up unconsciously and you know how are we feeding into this collective unconsciousness in a way that is harming us for instance you know um some of the cultural biases that we have at work uh gender biases and these are just a few examples that i'm kind of pulling up but why i see myself as a social innovator is because one i use my voice around these things and i feel it is very very relevant for companies and for communities to start to recognize this even if they're not but recognition and acknowledgement is just one part of it what are we doing about it how are we you know taking action towards behaving better thinking better acknowledging some of these biases in a way where we don't have shame where we don't have embarrassment around them and say it's okay you know i think these things but how can i show up better how can i bring in better respect for the people that i interact with and therefore um all the work that i do is largely around 
disrupting that, if you will, you know, shaking the status quo, asking questions that uh, encourage people to look inside. And I think that is a part of innovation because we are not, you know, uh, the idea is to look at doing things in a different way, in a better way um, that will help people, you know, show up in a, in a better way as well. So that's the reason I, I kind of look at myself as a social innovator. That's a very crucial point you have touched that when we spread awareness, that's just the first level. But what after that? Are we acknowledging? Are we doing something about it? Are we really working on it or just, you know, just realizing and there it just stops. So thanks for bringing that point so beautifully up. And uh, my next question is, you mentioned about your initiatives, TIR Global and Vibha. And plus, you also started a few series on LinkedIn as well. So when did these initiatives, especially the TIR Global and Vibha start? And why did you, when did it come to your mind, I have to start this kind of something to help people out there? So that's a really powerful question. They're both interconnected. Um, you know, I transitioned out of HP in 20, 2014. Uh, they, I was part of a downsizing, uh, you know, experience. And it was very, very, uh, you know, hard for me from the perspective of losing a job, from the perspective of not going into work, all those routines, you know, meeting people, going into work, doing things, earning, all those things were suddenly just taken away. And uh, TIR was something that I, that was already brewing in the making because I have also mentioned this in several of my posts that I used to front face in uh, HP with a lot of vendors. And uh, I realized that many of these vendors would come in to train. And I realized that training was very transactional because, um, you know, it's kind of connected to what we just spoke about as well. The whole piece around acknowledgement, but also doing. And I feel that uh, many, you know, of these L&D facilitators that come in, um, try to do things uh, in a day and walk away. But does that really uh, create impact? Do people understand uh, and, uh, you know, uh, are they in really engaged in these programs? The short answer is no. And I started to feel restless about this. And I thought, you know, if I ever left this job, I want to start a company where I can partner, not vendor. I can partner with companies work with them to really understand first, instead of solutioning, understand uh, what their pain points are as a company, what sort of outcomes they want, and then help them co-create a plan, facilitate that plan, handhold them through those changes. Now that is transformational. That is not transactional. And therefore that's when I started TIR. So TIR, stands for the Indian Renaissance Global. Um, I gave it this name because I felt there were a lot of ancient tools and techniques that are overlooked, that are not recognized in the space of learning and development, and that uh, can actually be very powerful. For instance, um, applied theater, the use of uh, mindfulness, and several other things that, uh, you know, TIR brings in. Uh, 
uh, and what we do is that we merge or we blend this with uh, frameworks that are a lot more relevant for instance coaching for instance several other things like webinars and workshops so we blend that in but we also are mindful of the fact that these are things that take time because people need to show up they need to practice new behaviors and that helps them reinforce a new way of thinking as well therefore a belief a new belief around something it could be for instance respect around gender or it could be um, you know maybe a technology uh, that's being introduced and how is this um, you know impacting people are they scared are they do they think they're going to lose their jobs so what are leaders doing to uh, reassure people how are they communicating the message to them uh, how are they building trust because if people are scared they're not going to show up authentically if they are uncertain they're not going to collaborate in in a real way and how do you expect them to be productive therefore we work we operate from the inside out in order to uh, help build better better practices of the way people show up and the way they engage and the second part is around viva so i curated handcrafted viva around the same time that i started my business tir while tir now has two teams we are present in the US, present in india specifically bangalore our space and our focus through tir is around leadership growth diversity and inclusion and uh, employee engagement viva is largely for women i that's where i started it because of some of the challenges that i experienced as a woman uh, you know with our culture in india and some of the things that i felt uh, needed more you know attention and those are around building a safe space of support uh, you spoke about shame guilt fear which are very powerful i think we need more conversations around that and that's what we do through viva in 2018 because of the way you know my linkedin following started to go i realized that i did not want to confine viva to just women i thought it uh, defeated the purpose of inclusion and therefore i opened it up to men and now we focus on offering safe space for conversation allowing you to talk about your struggle supporting you through that journey offering you monthly webinars and we have a lot more that we have started this year we have launched our mentoring program we have launched a program for women coming back into the workplace who uh, need to develop the right skills to be hired and we have a few more things as we partner with a few global organizations through my through my network um and uh, yeah so i encourage everyone to stay tuned for that this is really exciting you have taken this to initiatives to a huge level and thank you for sharing so much in detail and i'm sure people who are looking out for that kind of solution that kind of help they can definitely get in touch with you and uh, talking about your initiatives and the things that you have created you have started another thing that comes up is your upcoming book becoming you so what is it about who is it exactly for and how did this idea come to your mind beautiful so first of all i must appreciate your listening because i think you're very intuitive and your questions are really very powerful thank um, you so much caroline <laughs> no i i i really uh, commend uh, you know your your construct because it reflects a very intuitive mind uh, so 
So I love that, and I and I thank you for my pleasure. I'm glad you like yeah, it. Yeah, I thank you for what you're doing because these are the kind of conversations that encourage um, people like you and me who are out there who don't know of a way, who might not know what to do, and it's things like this, things that we do, that uh, provide space, provide an opening in the mind uh, exactly. to let people know that uh, you know they're not alone. So yeah. thank you for everything that you're doing. My pleasure. I'm glad. And I'm really thankful to you. You know, we are having this conversation. My pleasure as well. Yeah. Um, so coming to the book, I, you know, the book is an extension of everything that I just spoke about. It's themed around transitions. So a person who is transitioning maybe from one role into another in corporate uh, a person who has been in corporate and wants to start a business, a person who got out of corporate, tried uh, being a business owner, but getting back into corporate, um, a woman who has taken a break, you know, been on sabbatical, planning to get back into work or planning to start a business. These would be some of the top, uh, you know, uh, uh, audience list that I would think and imagine can definitely see some value from the stories. Uh, the book is called Becoming You, Stories of Courage and Vulnerability. Um, I still speak from a space of courage and vulnerability through what I have shared. But the other interesting part is that because, you know, I believe so deeply in inclusivity uh, and my network is global, I have invited six other uh, humans who I know really well from LinkedIn to also share their stories of becoming. Uh, and they're from different other countries apart from India. So it's going to be interesting because like you, you know, we're talking about several things around hesitation. So we talk very freely, very openly about all these things in the book. Uh, and the beautiful part is that, you know, it's not just from one country. It's from, you know, you're getting perspectives from all over. Wow. So the transitions that you mentioned, those are very niche. And uh, there are so many people who are stuck, who are not getting any particular answer, especially I would take the case like uh, the women uh, returning to work, the sabbatical after sabbatical, and you know, getting the right kind of skills and everything. So that is another very big genre where uh, I'm sure they will get a lot of insights and help from the book itself. And you are co-authoring the book with so many other people from across the globe. It's a big, big thing. And I would be definitely waiting for the book to come out. And all the best for the book, first of all, and a big congratulations. So when is it coming out? Um, so we have, we have milestones. The idea is not just to launch the book um, and... Um, Leave it at that. The idea is to use the book as a launch pad uh, through Viva. We will be uh, handcrafting an event in Bangalore um, around transitions again. We're going to have about uh, five speakers, including myself, all again, a diverse background. We're targeting May, uh, where the idea is again to share stories, but also create a very, very highly engaging interactive session with the audience that I just spoke about. So we're going to invite entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to come be a part of this uh, and, you know, just open up about some of these things. So 
excuse me, to your question, we are targeting the end of April for this uh, to come out and, uh, you know, for people to have enough time to access the book and then to be able to come for this handcrafted event uh, in Bangalore as well. That's amazing. And it's just uh, March, April, right? So next month itself. Oh, this is really exciting. <laughs> All the best for your book. I'm sure it is going to disrupt many things out there. Thank you. That's the idea. <laughs> I'm sure it will. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, talking about uh, all your experiences, all your initiatives that you shared, what is the three, what are the three major learning you want to share with the people so that they can keep in mind and, you know, act accordingly? I don't know about three, but uh, I think one thing that comes to mind is be sincere with yourself. Um, you know, the more sincere you are, the faster you can start to realize where you are and where you want to go. Uh, the quicker you can take ownership for yourself, the quicker you can take action. So being sincere with yourself. Uh, I think the second thing uh, through that same point would be make time for yourself. Um, I do it every day. Yeah. Uh, it, it all depends on, you know, your own uh, logistics and things like that but make the time make the time for yourself so that you can practice honesty you can practice sincerity there's a lot of noise everywhere on social media and you know we are always doing things to keep our mind busy but uh, the space of silence and stillness has a lot of power uh, to help you get creative to help you see things for what they are so those would be my two takeaways, being honest and spending time with yourself. I couldn't agree with you more. Those are very powerful points, especially spending time with yourself every day. When you spoke about the silence part, I myself experienced it. It is so powerful that basically when you see all the solution are within ourselves itself, but we are so much chaotic uh, in this like we are our mind is so chaotic in this world that we always look for things outside but we never Absolutely. think of giving time to ourselves just calm down and listen to what we are trying to say to ourselves so that's a very powerful point you shared and yes even I spend time with myself every day that's like a you know booster energetic Wonderful. booster yeah thank Wonderful. you so much for sharing that thank so you. uh Caroline, how do you see the world from your eyes after exactly 10 years? You mean 10 years from now? From now. I see uh, a collective, uh, a growing collective of uh, people who are more aware, uh, who want to show up in a better way for themselves, for uh, people around them, but also for the planet. Uh, you know, I think a lot of things that we're doing right now are hurting uh, humans and hurting other creatures. And uh, I believe that uh, the intention to be more mindful of this will continue to grow. So that would be my, you know, if I would fast forward 10 years from now, we'd have uh, a stronger, more intentional uh, community out there, global community of people. That's very deep. And that's an amazing worldview. So uh, 
keeping that in mind, what is your next phase of initiatives that you are taking up apart from the book? Um, I think um, I at currently I want to stay focused on uh, the way Viba is unfolding and evolving. There's a lot happening, uh, you know, from a foundation perspective, uh, and I want to really ground that this year, and then be able to use a lot of work that we're doing to take that into companies around diversity, inclusion, respect um, through TIR. So those those right now are my current commitments, my where my focus, my attention and my heart and soul is. I'm sure it is going to do great. All the best for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, in one line, if you can say, what is your purpose in life? I'm living it. Uh, I don't know if I want to articulate it, but everything that I'm doing right now is very purposeful. Uh, very intentional and uh, I wouldn't exchange it for anything in the world. Nothing. That's so simple, powerful and so honest answer that I've got till now. So it's really beautiful. You're living your purpose. Nothing better than that. I am and, and it feels great. <laughs> Let me tell you something, uh, you know, on a... Uh, on a not really on a side note but to add to that it's not easy it's not easy being honest it's not easy being sincere it's uh, also not easy to be purposeful because there's so many things that uh, can be a distraction uh, so it's really hard uh, but uh, you know it, at the end of the day it, it offers a deep deep sense of internal satisfaction and fulfillment Absolutely agree because that's where the courage comes into picture, right? If everybody, Absolutely. if it would have been easy, then all the people in the world would have been living their purpose and everybody would have been happy True. about it. So it's, it definitely takes immense amount of courage, sacrifices and lots of stuffs. So really appreciate and respect you for that. Thank so, you. Um, Thank you for everything that you're doing. I, you know, I really appreciate this and um, if there's anything, uh, you know, um, that I can do, uh, please, please do not hesitate to reach out. In fact, I would love to have you join uh, the Viva community. Oh, wow. Think, <laughs> That's uh, an honor. <laughs> uh, no, the honor is all ours. Uh, and to, you know, participate in whatever way. Uh, and, you know, I, I'd love to scope things out with you. So the honor is all mine. Caroline, that's a huge honor. Thank you so much with all. I'm humbled and honored. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Definitely, I will reach out to you to discuss awesome. more on this. But I have three specific questions, little questions more. So uh, who is your favorite author? Eckhart Tolle. I think um, this could be transitional. I don't know. But the space that I'm in right now, I feel that I'm living through his content. I'm living through his teaching. So I would say that uh, at this point, he is my uh, most meaningful author. Wow, that's beautiful. Okay, so if not an international speaker, host, coach, and mentor, what would Caroline be? It's, I think it's connected to you know what we were talking about, living my purpose. I don't see it any other way. Although I must also add that, you know, these are just labels. 
the word coach, the word mentor, these are all just labels yes. which are very external. So it doesn't really matter. Even if all that is taken away, I'd still do the work. So it's, I think it still centers around the work that I do. It doesn't matter what I'm called or what people call me. Uh, and yeah, that's my perspective on, on it. Another very powerful and very honest answer. It's beautiful. I, I'm really enjoying answering, uh, you know, listening to your answers. <laughs> so how can our listeners connect with you? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm most uh, easily uh, linked with LinkedIn. So people can DM me over there. Uh, I also have my personal website, carolinefernandez.me. Uh, they can join me over there, drop me an email. But these two are definitely ways that uh, anyone can reach out to me. It was absolute pleasure and I'm honored and humbled by, you know, having this interview with you, having this deep discussion with you. So there are so many things to learn from you. Just if I can take away all these things uh, right now, so I would take one thing from you. That is, whatever you do, if you just put in a little bit of courage, you can get what you want exactly. So vulnerability is nothing but another side of courage. So the other side of the coin. So thank you so much, Caroline, for having a talk on Intensify Humanity with me. I wish you all the best for all your endeavors and especially for your upcoming book. And thank you so much. I must thank you because uh, I think you bring in a lot of honesty uh, as well. I think you bring in a lot of courage as well to show up uh, and talk about these things also reflects uh, your inner work. So I celebrate you. And like I said, I'd love to have you as a part of the Viva community. And if there's anything that I can do to support your efforts, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank, thank you, you so much, Caroline. I'm really honored. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into my show. That was Caroline Fernandez. She is not just enabling people to find the, their own potential again, but she is intensifying humanity to the best possible extent. I hope you found this episode inspirational.